producer. talking kind of like about the future collective discord and the listening is it called a listening party <laughs> it's called a feedback stream we do it on um every every sunday in the afternoon we have the feedback stream and um yeah yeah it's super awesome super fun it's really immersive and everyone loves it so tell me how did you get involved with that so it all started last year in 2018. I think I was there in March. Yeah, I joined in March. I just like I had just started getting really into Discord, probably mm-hmm. the year before that in fall, like November-ish, or more like August. And so I found the Future Collective Discord, and I didn't even know that they were based in Portland. Oh. And um, I think that's about when he started the feedback streams too. It was around springtime. And um, I just was always there, like, you know, take music really seriously. So it was just one of the people that never really left. And I was just like always there. And then eventually, like, I got really technical. I'm really technical, you know, like studying to be an engineer and technician for six years of my life. So troubleshooting is like, like a thing of mine. Like I like to troubleshoot. So when I, I also take that to mixing, because I just like, Everyone wants to get past the mixing part and just be able to create mm-hmm. beautiful sounding stuff without worrying about what their mix sounds like. So yeah. I try to, you know, figure out what the problem is or what the issue is when it comes to a song not really delivering like it should be because mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, the creativity is like all there, especially in the future collective server. So I would type in chat and, um, you know, I, I was just there so much and doing feedback so much that eventually he allowed me to give voice feedback. And, and then, I, yeah, ever since then, um, I've just been doing it. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, so when you say he, you're talking about Michael, right? Yeah, Michael. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Future Collective is really cool. I... I don't always attend the uh, feedback stream, but I, <clears throat> when I do, I feel like this good sense of community and just everyone is just like, oh, hell yeah, what the fuck? Like when it drops, you know, in the comments, just like, oh, shit, what the, f-? like everyone's just like freaking out. In the- right, yeah, everyone gets really engaged. I mean, if it's a good track, you know, we... We let the producer know that it's a good track, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's that's always encouraged, you know, to give feedback. And you know, it's it's important for people that may not have the hottest track too. You know, everybody gets the hype. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, are you? Uh, is there anything like looking into the future? Like any 
changes with that or like are you involved with anything else future collective related yeah so i do a couple things i just had to look at my notes uh, <laughs> um i also help with a and r i i scout talent for the labels and yeah that's super fun i i love i love talking to artists um and i like finding new music that's like a huge thing of mine i'm a dj i'm a performer Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to shine light on music that's good. So I love being a part of that with Future Collective and scouting new talent and making sure that, you know, everyone gets some shine. It's super important. I also create a weekly playlist for the Future Collective Discord. So we have an interesting dynamic for promotion within our Discord since it's such a big server. We have like over a thousand people. So, um, what we do is like you have to like message a certain amount to gain exp and there's a, there's a level system and so you have to be level 10 to put a message in self promo so really i didn't even i didn't even know about any of that i definitely didn't read the rules i guess <laughs> i'm not sure if that's in any of the banners or anything it's kind of just known which is good. Um, so if anybody ever has a question of why they can't message in self promo, everyone is like really, cause everyone's about it. I actually, uh, we all incubated the idea. I kind of nudged it and, um, yeah, that, it was a really great idea that, that came out of, um, uh, the staff. Um, yeah, I yeah, feel like, uh, I feel like that's way better. Cause otherwise you just get a lot of spam. Like you get just people like constantly posting their shit. Yeah, they just drop in and, and post or they're posting more than two times a week. And so now people are actually going through self-promo, you know, listening to the tracks. And then I, I it's also easier for me to make the Discord playlist. So I go through self-promo every week and pick out 10 of the tracks that are the most unique and the most like well put together. And then I also, you know, I always let people know that they can consult me if they want to be... Um, on the playlist so i help them with feedback and then i just refer i just refer them to the feedback trade channel and then i also every couple days i give feedback on all the the songs there too so um so yeah i give detailed feedback um and then i also use feedback too like i will definitely use that channel when i'm getting close to one of my finals i'm kind of just um i haven't really gotten to a point where um I'm trying to like up my quality this year. So I'm really trying to work on mixes and like sound design and stuff like that and trying to prepare an EP. And yeah, so I will definitely use the feedback trade channel. So it's it's good for everybody. I mean, you mentioned some stuff back there. You said, you know, you're a DJ or a performer. I was also reading that you practice crump house and pop dance styles, which is sick. Can you, okay, I, I kind of want to touch on that. Um, do you go somewhere to practice? Like, how do you, how do you practice? 
How do I practice my movement? That's a great question. Um, so I'll just let you know that I've only been dancing for 11 months now. It'll be it'll be 12 months in, at the end of March. So um, I, I started to dance because I wanted to become a better uh, producer and just have a more balanced life. And it's also good for physical exercise. And mm -hmm. I knew that would help with my produ my producing, which it has, um, you know, um, also I have a lot of inspiration now, um, and to practice my movement, whether it be crump house or popping, I just, um, I usually do it outside. So it usually rains here a lot. So if it's raining, I will, um, there's a parking structure down the road that I'll go into and blast trap music and practice crump mm -hmm. or play house music and practice housing. I'm kind of slacking on popping right now. I only started popping about a few months ago and that's that's just to get my crump better. And I also house to crump better because I want better footwork. So everything's for crump. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll do that. You know, old school, just play the music out the car and dance. And um, I also have a private lessons for house and popping with Donna, Donna Mation, who's a OG out here. She's an OG and housing and popping and also a, a, a bunch of other dance styles like such as um i don't want to ruin the names i think it's like samba bunch of like afro brazilian type dances so she's very knowledgeable and that goes into like dance like she's just a really good dancer mm. so i take private lessons with her every couple weeks and then for crump well i'm like i just have like a dance crew we session um you know we session every week and um i also have a crump class that i go to every thursday so it's a very very uh strict regiment that i'm on um mm. but it helps a lot in a year i've gotten a lot better and it makes you know shows a lot more fun because i'm dancing you know i love music mm -hmm. and i thought you know why not you know dance learn how to dance so it's been a really good choice yeah that's awesome and do you like squat up when you go to shows and with all your dancing friends i know i wish i did um they're not they're not really into like the electronic music scene so i'm actually a very rare breed and scene in the bass music scene i think i'm the only like soundcloud bass producer that crumps hmm. which is very interesting i've never met anybody in at least like our scene that like crumps you know so what i mean um yeah, yeah, could you describe crumping? Just because I, I feel like I know what it is, but I, I don't want to be wrong. Um, people know crumping from like uh, that movie, like Step Up Two. Hmm. They know crumping from there. I don't know why. I can't remember why. Um, if I, if there's a way, if there's a few words I could use to describe crumping, I would say like hard hits, like really hard hitting. So it's kind of like popping, but you know what I mean? A lot of um, playing with energy. They, they they like to play with the space around them, and they like to, um, you know, they don't really use the word animate, but there's mm -hmm. a lot of animation. So you're playing with energy. You know, you pretend you grab something and you pull it. It's kind of like uh, wrestling. It's a lot like wrestling, actually. WWE, because uh -huh. as you know, in wrestling and WWE and stuff like that, they have to like fake what they're doing and like fake getting hurt. Right. But it's all about how they're hitting. It it it's it's how they hit that makes the illusion that they're getting hit. So they're they're actually just tightening up their own body. And so crump is actually really similar to to 
to WWE wrestling, which is really weird. But yeah. Hmm. So when you go to a session with your friends, what does it look like? Are you like, is someone like, yo, there's this hot new track? I mean, you just said that they don't really listen to electronic music per se, but how does it start up? Well, they do love music. They love crump music. So crump music is a whole different breed, but it is still, I, I would consider it trap but it's more like beat music it's really consistent Mm. so that people can dance to it but at the same time there's some crumb producers that um have like pretty like they like build up their tracks so um you know shout out kid ny he's a crumper and makes really dope beats you know shout out playa you know he's from russia makes really dope beats um and he has like that more of that that build up really big sounds Mm. um you know Shout out Big Rules, um, another great crump producer. Um, yeah, I, I definitely take a lot of inspiration. I mean, I'm listening to this stuff all the time. So going back to your question, they'll be playing, you know, tunes like that. They also get some unreleased tracks too. Like I know one of the dancers in my crew, his name's a uh, Cruel Kid or a uh, Little Mad Hatter. He gets unreleased tunes from a producer called uh, Mozart and um, yeah I guess he just knows him like that and so you know just has unreleased tracks it's like really cool and we also have a producer in our town um, shout out little Galvatron Bravo Damo who uh, also makes crump tracks and I dance to his music too so it's a, it's a lot of culture man it's a lot Dude, of culture yeah I mean it's it exactly sounds like just throwing I out these into names it. Yeah, it's exactly why I got into it, right? Is so that it just all it's it's so full circle all the time. And you know, I'm starting to like incorporate these elements into my music, you know, my trap music. Um and it's really fun. It makes it really fun and um I I'm not so critical about I'm not really um you know, you'll find that um I'm I'm kind of person I'm trying to get into sound design, but I'm I'm about song structure, mm-hmm. you know, how how the sounds flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to work on sound design, obviously, but I'm definitely more on like the beat side of trap. That makes sense. For sure. I mean, you said that you also, <clears throat> and we can get into this in a second, that you were like, you know, an engineer. And I'm sure if you have any technical skill and you can troubleshoot, you will figure out how to sound design and make some crazy <laughs> Yeah, <stuff>. that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Very true. Yeah. So just one last thing on the subject of dancing you described that you'd like go to an overpass and just like bump music out of your car and just like you know dance to that it kind of reminds me of when I was like in high school or middle school and I would go outside and like kick a soccer ball against the wall or like get my skateboard and try to like learn how to get some new flat ground tricks it's I don't know it's just reminiscent of this like freeness of it's like freestyling yeah it's super important super important and i i i you know try to try to communicate that to artists that come to me you know at the end of the day you know you want to diversify it's just something about the studio environment and being uh, cooped up in mm-hmm. a room you know that may it may or may not uh be taxing on your creativity 
Yeah. So when people come to you, do you normally recommend like, hey, producing is really great. And like, especially probably for new producers that just want to like get their chops. But it's like if they come to you or you like, you know, you got to diversify. You got to like do some other shit, too. Otherwise, you're going to get burnt out. Um, I, I definitely don't. I try to keep it on the topic of just the song. Uh, but when it comes to artist development, I don't have too many. I guess you could say people that come to me for specifically for artist development. Um, mm. But but I, I do have discussions with, um, you know, people around me, you know, my peers about how important it is to indulge in culture and just to be a cultured person. But that's just at the end of the day, man, that's just a life thing, isn't it? You know, you just got to you got to explore, yeah. you know. Yeah, I agree with Uh, that. But it's very easy. You know, we don't have a lot of time. You know, we have work and then we have our passions. Mm -hmm. And we want to grow fast. And I, I, you know, I completely respect. I want to grow fast too. Um, And sometimes you can feel like there's not a lot of time and time's running out, you know, because you got people like Billie Eilish or Mm -hmm. Lil Yachty or Chance the Rapper. You know what I mean? They're killing it. Yeah. And they're so young. And so sometimes you just feel, oh, you know, where's the time? But uh, that's, you know, that's another thing is understanding that everybody has a unique path in music. And, you know, yeah. you can't, uh, you, you gotta, you gotta be focused on the love of it. You can't be focused on, you know, the numbers and the growth uh, too much. Uh, you definitely want that to put a fire under your bum, as I say it. But um, re- keep revisiting why you started this in the first place is for the love of it and so going back to you know being inspired you know what i mean if you if you are truly doing it for the love of music you'll you'll find that you want to experience you know maybe go out in the city and you know check out you know a jazz band playing at some concert hall that you've never heard about you know it's like wow that's that's really cool you know what i mean like they mm. have the same journey as us you know we're all artists and it's it's important to get inspired by other artists super important yeah and like not focusing so much on the end goal and like enjoying what you're doing that's kind of buddhist of me to say but i don't know i for me personally, I feel like the more you or I focus on just enjoying the things at hand and not being like, oh, I need to get this done, then <laughs> I, like, you know, then it's just better. You you make better work, too, in my opinion. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. go back because you mentioned you know you had or you you studied to be an engineer for six years what's kind of like your past in music like when did you start taking this more seriously so i was always into um emo music and hardcore music that's what i was really into when i was younger Um, i listened to like seosin circus survive 
the use taking back sunday for sure um, you would have definitely chilled with my friends (laughs) yeah yeah you know that was huge that was huge in like you know two like early 2000s talking about 2005 you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh really estates boys night out yeah i could go on man um Mm -hmm. so yeah you know i was listening to that and um i was listened to hardcore music i mean i started making acoustic music like way back like when i was in high school i picked up a guitar when i was 13 and um i didn't really you know i was just playing around and then when i got to high school you know what i mean like started making riffs i i met this dude named sam he would be making a lot of riffs on on the acoustic guitar and i had one at home so i'd start bringing it to school and then we would you know play off of each other and just like play and sing so that's when i really started to make music you know and then junior year senior year i started like playing at the um like the local like talent show and stuff which was really fun Hmm. and then um kind of like put that away when i went to college and i joined the military when i was 19 Hmm. and so i had school for two years in south carolina while i was in the military so when i was out there um six months of the school it was actually like nine months because there was some layover between the schools so i was actually there for like two two years three months um nine months i was in my own apartment i started meeting like all these civilians and um i hung out with like and started hanging out with these younger kids they were like 18 or like 16 or something 18 i can't remember i was like 21 they were 18 Mm -hmm. and we uh made a band out there so you know i played like nine shows while i was out there in the military super fun i'll never forget those experiences being in the military and playing in a band was super odd to me and like just super cool like being able to like say that i was like getting off of work and going to play a show was like super cool Mm -hmm. um i left went to connecticut and lost bait lost touch with music again for like a year and then i got out i got out early requested to get out and um then i moved back home and then i got a job offer out here in portland and so when i moved out here you know that's when i finally got like an audio interface and you know what i mean i started like making riffs on fl studio and um just having fun you know what i mean playing with my guitar and these times i was you know following blank face like blank face um is was a good friend of mine he started really popping off when i got out of the uh out of the military 2014 so I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wanted to get into it. Mm-hmm. And I, he showed, he started showing me grime music. Oh. And so, yeah, grime music was like my entry into electronic music from like my hardcore. Cause like hardcore and like emo rock was like dying out. Mm-hmm. And like now it's like the only people I really just listen to is like the story so far. And like, that's pretty much it. Like, I just listen to oldies. You know what I mean? There's nothing coming out like, how it was yeah in the two the early 2000s right 2010s and stuff so yeah so yeah i started listening to grime yeah it's like it really makes sense too because grime is like really like aggressive you know what i'm saying i don't know if you ever listen to grime yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah, like, it's like really british, like though. yeah it's like british and it's like really fast see i like wu-tang clan and a lot of mcs are like super into wu-tang clan like grime mcs like that's like mm. it's definitely a 
I mean, everybody loves Wu Tang, yeah, King, right. but they especially did. I mean, they were closer to like New York. You know, the UK is closer to New York too, so they liked more East Coast rap in general. Um, so I started getting to like grime beats, like like Mystery and like Shook Knight, Sir Spyro, Trends, Spooky, you know, Filthy Gears, all those people. And I would like try to like dig for dubs. That was huge for me. I like loved digging for dubs and having dubs. Like I, there's like a dub that I got super lucky because this guy like wiped off the internet. You know, shout out K1, shout out Nat Cirque. I have like six of his unreleased. Mm. And, like those are tunes I still play today and they're super, super grime. It's like that trap grime. So, hmm. so I was, as you can tell, I started out DJing. Like I was like playing on a tractor, like got reason, but like didn't know what I was doing in reason. You know, I wasn't really part of any discords those days. So this was like 2016. So I made my first track in 2017 with Blank Face. You know, shout out Blank Face. He really got me into producing and taught me reason. Um, so that helped a lot. And yeah, so that's when I really started was in 2017. But there's, you know, I, I've been in love with music since like the age of 13, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a pretty long journey until now. And I was going through, I think it was your Instagram and you said, or maybe it was Twitter and you said, ready to show the world everything I've been working on in 2019. So is this the year? I hope so. I hope so. Um, there are some songs that I'm holding on to right now. I really want to do a couple releases. Um, yeah, I'm just like just like trying to work on songs. It's 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 I, there's so much. It's getting to the point where I'm becoming one of those producers where I have like a bunch of in, unfinished tracks. Mm. Um, there's a deeper story to this. So I'm I'm also in the producer dojo. I don't know if you've heard about this program. Why does but, that uh, sounds familiar? It's really hard to say exactly what it's for. It's obviously for artist development. It's run by Ill Gates. Oh. And like the end goal is to release an EP with the producer Dojo. And then if you do that, you can end up being a mentor for Ill Gates. And like, you know, you're like pretty much like part of his squad. So that's what I'm like trying to do. I, you know, I put money into it. You know, it's like a school, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, it's, it's served me really well. If anything, you know, talking about the producer dojo, there's anything that it really helps with. It's just like helping you find your purpose within music and like really committing to it, you know, and understanding that it's like a lifelong process. Like that's what I've learned from the producer dojo. And so my year subscription ends like, you know, March 7th, like next week, but since I'm working on my EP, I can continue working on my EP and like, you know, trying to finalize the track. So that's like the plan is to like get those songs for my EP to a certain standard. And like, that'll be the standard that I like base off the rest of my tracks for. So that's, that's the plan for me. I really want to finish that EP before I like release any singles. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I was going to say, would you like to listen to one of your tracks? Yeah, sure, man. Of course. I'll let you choose whichever one you want. Is there anything based off what you were just talking about? This one, I think 
I think this is like I I, I didn't finish this track. The second drop is very similar to the first. I'm gonna oh, change sure. that, but I really like the structure of this and the energy. And I like really finally feel like I kind of like because like I like I feel like in 2018 I had like this huge creative burst and I was making like really like loud banger tracks mm. and that that escaped me until this I feel like so I think this is a good one. Yo, I uh, I heavily fuck with that. That was sick. That's good. I'm glad you like it, dude. Yeah, the bass. It's like, it's really subby, but it's kind of got like an airiness to it. I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah, parallel bussing, man. Hmm. Parallel bussing. So what I did there is obviously like the serum, like the serum made away. You hear that? But what I do is. Uh, you can do this in FL and Ableton too, but I like, I like split the signal using, it's actually, it's called a spider audio splitter, I think, or audio merger or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you just put it into another mix channel and then you cut, you know, you cut the low end and you like mix it down a lot and throw saturators or like I use like this really, the stock effect in reason called scream mm -hmm. and yeah that's what that's what that gives it that airiness but it's really controlled right because you can control the fader on that one channel so instead of throwing a trash you know what i'm saying on the bass and like having it like just super loud all the time can't really control it like i've done that before and it, what i find is that like when it's in the sub it's good but you do slides and it goes super loud so that's how i like Hmm. I do parallel bus, parallel bus distortion now for my bases. Yeah. Hmm. Also, how did you get some of the more like, like the bah, 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 like is that like synthesizers? Is that what, like samples or Omnisphere, man? Oh, cool. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Omnisphere is dope because you can uh, like go into the oscillator and you can like do oscillator editing. Like you can um add um amp uh, amp modulation or frequency modulation which is really cool is this one destined to be like on the new album ep was it an ep or an album ep um okay. yeah i think so i want to i want to um so ill gates like listened to my ep and um all he really said to my mentor was that he really liked Uprising and Hope Machine. So, <laughs> and like listening back to what I made, because I made those ideas like back in fall of last year. And that's when like my creativity was kind of escaping me. And that's why I'm talking about like, oh, like I'm finally getting this like regeneration of creativity and everything feels really balanced. I feel really good. So um, I have like a few tracks, like demos that, I think may be better contestants for the EP. So yeah. Mm, good. Glad to hear. Well, you mentioned hope machine and I see that that was released on below the surface. Do you have any 
affiliation with them? Like, how did you go about getting it to release through below the surface? That's a good question. It's a good story. Um, so I met the gentleman that runs below the surface and above the surface. I think they both run it. Um, Solstice. Sorry, Solstice. My bad. Excuse me. And um, therapy. They run uh, above and below the surface. So I met them at a missions when I played there last year and they were being really cool with me. That's actually when I, I played that track for the first time. Oh, really? Um, at that rate. Yeah, it was super dope. It sounded really good. And um, yeah, and then, um, you know, Michael, that's when Michael was like starting to get to know me and he shouted me out to them. It was like, yo, you got to sign him. And so they did. They signed me. They they I sent them that track and they wanted it. So gave it to them. Yeah. They were really awesome. Really cool people. Nice. That's that is sick. They were doing some really cool stuff at Below the Surface. I don't even know if I if I've fucked with above the surface much, but I, I definitely know below. Um Yeah, shout out the Brock Wilson tune. Uh I think it's called like level one or level something. Super good. One thing I want to ask is, you know, for people who don't necessarily know how to get their music heard or like, you know, they want to release on a collective or a label, how, like, what would be your advice to doing that? Like, do you reach out? Do you just meet people at a show and get kind of lucky? Is it like homies recommend you like Michael did? Like, what's the most common for someone that's trying to, I guess, get exposure and they're just starting to make music, they want to get signed on a, a label. Um, it's actually quite easy. I mean, that's why, you know, me, Michael and Brandon BDOS are like trying to, you know, well, mainly Michael, it's Michael's platform, but we're just all working together as a team to try to scout talent through the discord. You know, anybody can get the app and, um, you know, install Discord and make a user and, you know what I mean, like start sharing their music on there. It's like super gateway to, you know, and it's like it's coming to a point where it's just how hard you want to work, you mm. know what I mean, um, gotcha. which is good. That's how it should be. Um, complete 100% transparency. Um, so if someone wants to get signed to a label, they should join the future collective discord and start there. And like, it really comes down to the quality of your mix. You know, that's, what's going to really sell, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. So, you know, you work on that, but that's what the feedback streams for. So we all, we have all the keys, all the keys for that. Yeah. It sounds, talking. sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, it's, it sounds like, like a metaphor for it in my head is just like it's like the internet's like a bunch of tunnels and if you can just like put your music into the right tunnel it's like that thing you ever go to the bank and like you go into the drive through and you like put your money in and it like sucks that tube up and like yeah gives the bank it's like that it's like you got to find the right tube that's gonna just like propel you out there yeah that's true that's true i mean it takes it does take some time you know not everyone is very discord savvy and i understand that 
Yeah, I mean, um, dude, Discord is great, and I have only recently gotten into it, but I feel like it's kind of the future for, you know, music creators, like producers, um, to communicate on the internet. There's so much you can do with it. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. I love this application, absolutely. Let's Let's keep moving. I kind of want to... You said Hope Machine, and I kind of want to listen to that now. Yeah, let's do it. that i liked the uh first of all i like just a good rick ross um that always makes a good song to me (laughs) um but also there's a couple parts there at at the end of the first verse where it kind of goes into this like two-steppy thing then it goes into like this more like gentle bridge and then it like rewards you with the bass coming back but it's like chorus and really wide sounding that like I really like that that was cool Everyone loves that part, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking It's a good structure. That's an interesting structure. That song has a very interesting structure. I like when I listen to a song and it's not just, you know, intro, build up, drop, uh, essentially the same thing twice and an outro. Um, That was like, you know, you're in it and then it's like, oh, where's this going to go? Whenever I think about song structure, I always think about that from first to last song called Note to Self. That's like really when, in in my eyes, like the whole, like, you know, intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, like broke for me because they start with a hook and they end with the hook. Hmm. And then there's, there's a, there's a, another chorus in there, the structure of that track, like had me hitting replay like so much because it like started with that like super climactic hook and it ended with that really climactic hook and the melody in it was like super good so i think ever since then i was like i've always been someone that um yeah i'm like always about like weird strong structures but if you really like try to just like for me when i'm creating a track i just 
do what I feel is going to come next on the one. And that's really what takes me to whatever the next eight bar is going to be is like, what should it sound like right here? Mm. You know, like, yeah. what does it make you feel? You know, cause like after that, after that, you know what I'm saying? That Jersey club, that's a Jersey type beat. Like I just felt like I just want to cut it. Like I want to cut all the energy right here. And so that's why you have that. And it's just like cuts. And then I'm like, all right. And then I was like, yeah, I want to drop it again right here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I put that Reese in. Mm. And so I just, I just went off how I felt, you know, that's super important. Instead of like having this idea of what the structure should be, just like go into how you feel, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you're approaching that next one, like what, you know, and be random with it. Like, be like, uh, I'm just going to be, you know, be cheeky here and like just do whatever you know what i'm saying yeah i think people respect that there's something courageous about just being like yeah fuck it it's just gonna drop again randomly like <laughs> yeah. yeah man uh yeah. <laughs> since you mentioned from first to last how do you feel about skrillex <laughs> um i mean i never i i never got into skrillex bro i never got into sunny more um, that's like when I was like, he was going into the electronic side of things and I like stayed rock. Uh, that's what okay. happened there. Yeah. Okay. For sure. I never got into Skrillex. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of want to take a slight turn. First of all, I just want to say just from talking to you, you seem like a really knowledgeable person when it comes to culture. Like you were just talking about Jersey based. I don't even know what that is. Like sounds super specific <laughs> um but i was gonna say you know i was reading on your page and it mentioned that you were sikh and i'm saying that right right it's sick sick okay is sikh Everyone a different thing sikh. you know what i mean um no it's not different i mean you can, can pronounce it uh sikh but it's pronounced sick okay sick yeah. so i'm just gonna kind of read a little bit off your profile but it says that you represent the Kanda sword and in the Sikh religious symbol, or it, sorry, it is a Sikh religious symbol. So could you explain kind of a little bit more about that and just kind of maybe like your upbringing being a Sikh person? Um, were your parents from this? It, it's a religion, right? Yes, it's religion. It's a uh, it's the main religion of Punjabis, Punjab. Punjab is a country, and then Punjabis are the people. Um, yeah. How did you decide to incorporate that into your music? I've always identified with my religion. Um, I'm a very religious man, mm -hmm. and um, sick. You know, going to the Gurdwara and having longer. So longer is like um, like a, a tradition that you, you do when you go to um, the temple, the Gurdwara. You sit and pray and you listen to prayers. And they do have a group prayer at the end. And you eat prashad, which is like this like holy food. It's considered a holy food, but it's actually like a dessert. It's really yummy. Mm. And um, then you eat longer. So, um, you know, the kitchen at the Gurdwara, there's always a kitchen and they serve food. Um, after prayer so this has like been a tradition of mine and you know every time you know we've had some rough times in our life me and my family so we always went to the gurdwara to 
uh, find faith and hope. And so when my best friend passed away, um, you know, I, I needed a lot of that. And I think I didn't really choose Kunda like, I, I really, you want me to be honest with you, like, I just, like, I was like, okay, I'm sick. It's like, okay, what's the religious symbol? Like, oh, Kunda, that's cool. Like, I'll say myself Kunda. So I wasn't really, like, deliberate. But now, like, looking back, you know what I mean? I was really looking for faith and hope. And, you know, I was trying to find truth within myself and try to decipher, you know, between what is going to stay true in my life and what's going to stay with me, you know, how I'm going to find myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I did that through, you know, this artistry. Um, my, my best friend who passed away always wanted to be a producer. Um, and I, I feel like I'm fulfilling his, um, his destiny. Mm-hmm. And it's like really true for me. So, you know, six are very sincere people and we value truth uh, above all. So, um, I do believe in like being the truest form of yourself. Interesting. Okay. I'm I'm sorry I've completely like botched all the pronunciation of this. <laughs> so forgive me. Oh, it's okay, dude. Conda is cool too, man. Like everyone calls you Conda, man. It's not not that deep. <laughs> but it can get deep. That's the thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Um uh, I do I do see that, you know, a lot of producers, um, you know, they have names that are, you know, kind of um you know, they're just, they're just names and that's completely fine. There's like, there's no real requirement to have like a really like meaningful name. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have to be like super full circle or anything like that. Mm. Mine just happened to end up being that way. Yeah. And, um, which I'm proud about. Yeah. And, but you should also be proud if your name is just like something that, you know what I mean? You just, yeah. you just thought of a word and that's how, that's what represents you. And a lot of the times you'll figure out later why, because there's a reason why you chose that name. It's not like you did it for no reason. And that's part of artist development, right? And finding yourself is like figuring out like, why did I name myself that? And why did it stick? And it'll come to everybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I, uh, a couple things to say about that. First of all, <clears throat> we were just talking about Skrillex and regardless of if anybody likes him or not, it's, He's super successful. Obviously, people do. And his name was just like his AIM handle. And I don't I don't even know if it meant anything. I think he just thought it sounded like cool or something. I could be wrong. Maybe I should do my research. Um, But also, you know, I feel like you choose a name and you kind of got to stick with it, like whatever it is. But it's just like it's not as That's important true. i get stressed out about like oh shit what's my name gonna be like naming this podcast i was like oh do i like this name it's like just it's good like <laughs> the work behind it is the most important thing right right <laughs> oh this is just a random thing that i mean i could just like throw this anywhere um what is pdx hip-hop Oh, it's PDX is another form or word for Portland. Oh, okay. And then hip hop obviously is like the hip hop scene. How's the scene out in Portland? Like, are there a bunch of shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's shows. It's it's healthy. Um, 
you know, th- there's a, uh, you know, shout out one uh, F entertainment. Um, he brings out, you know, anybody, you know, if you recommend a produ- uh, producer to him, a performer to him and um, it's within his means, which his means are growing every month. Um, he will book them. It's, it's super cool. Very DIY feely, which is really good. Um, you know, shout out Rose entertainment. He brings out uh, focuses on bigger lineups. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is really good. Um, there's also a promotion group that I just found called, um, run renegade run renegade. And they brought out, um, this house producer called Osun Lade, Osun Lade. And, um, he's like, it's like, it's like Afro house. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, he's from like Nigeria. Mm. So it's like Afro. Well, he's from, he, I think he lives in New York now, but he, um, is Yoruba, which is a um, Nigerian culture. So it's like, you know, it's really um, super interesting and he infuses that with the house. Super cool. Hmm. That was a really good show. That was last Saturday. So there's, yeah, the scene, the scene here is uh, really healthy, man. It's really healthy. Um, I, you know, I get booked um, and I'm, I'm super happy about it. You know, shout out for PDX, FWD PDX. They're um, a monthly and um, it's on a Tuesday night. It's like really club kind of chill vibes on a Tuesday. And, you know, there's free tacos and he pays out his performers, which is really dope. So, um, Word. yeah. And then shout out Sublimate. Sublimate also, they do like kind of deeper, like more like uh, like drum and bass, like uh, footwork kind of vibes, which is cool too. It's super cool. Hmm. Nice. Uh, shout out tacos one more time, just uh, for the fuck of it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, tacos on Tuesday. I mean, for PDX, super dope, man. I feel like that song is appropriately named. Like that's the kind of shit that I want to overthrow a government to. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the first concert you've ever been to the academy is oh like shit (laughs) (laughs) i was like what i was like 13 it was like my first concert and 
We went to LA. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget that. Nice. That's a that's a good first concert. My first concert was the fray. I'm like sad. <laughs> the fray? Yeah, the fray, bro. I like my first concert was gonna be Fallout Boy because they're like from where I'm from. It's kind of along the lines of the Academy is a, a little bit, right? Yeah, like if I'm thinking of the right band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then now, nah, bro, no, I go to the fray and OK Go, and that's the catalyst. Like I don't know, I'm just a little bit buttered, I guess. Right? Yeah, no, it's a little different. I never got into those bands. Yeah, no, it was the type of thing where like I was kind of young, and my my mom was like, "Well, we could go to this show because like she was kind of into it." And I was like, okay, I just want to like go to a show, you know, <laughs> I've never really been to like a, a real show. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah. So. Okay. So second part to that question is what's the most impactful concert you've ever been to? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, definitely when I saw Acacia Strain in, um, I saw them in uh, Massachusetts. I saw them in Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts, and um, was in the military at the time. And yeah, it was just like it was like the hardest moshing I've ever done, and um, like super monumental for me. Um, it's like you know, it was like the most fun I've had. It was like the last most fun I've had in in like you know going to a hardcore show. Pretty much after that, it was kind of, I've never been to anything that's like super dope. Mm. So it was a good time. Okay. I've just, I just thought of another third question that I'll probably start implementing too is, uh, what are you looking forward to? Like in like any, any shows that are upcoming that you're like hyped about or any events or someone's releasing music that you're excited for? I mean, I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to playing a show. I'm looking mm. forward to opening for Sticker Recipe. That's gonna be really dope. Mm. Um, as far as events go, I'm performing um, Crump, like I'm performing a freestyle round uh, in front of an audience at a Portland event called Digs Deeper. So that's gonna be like April seventh, I believe, the weekend of that. So I'm really excited about that. And then um, music coming out. Mm-hmm. Definitely excited for um, anything Wealth is releasing. Um, is going to be good. So Wealth, yeah, shout out Wealth. Michelle, I'm. Uh, are are you like going to be competing in this show, or is it is it just like a freestyle thing? Oh, it's just a freestyle demonstration thing. Have you ever competed? Like, I don't, I don't even know what you call it, but like, I just think of like step up. <laughs> yeah, dance battle. Yeah, um, I, I actually will be in a couple weeks here, Ooh. um, battling for my first time. So it'll be interesting. Ooh, shit. Okay. Well, good luck. Have you ever <laughs> been to any other <laughs> battles before? Like, watch them live? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's frequently there's battles here. Um. Yeah, Portland has a really good dance scene. So, as far as freestyle dance goes, and studio dance, 
do they get heated at all or is it like mostly like respect respect oh yeah oh yeah really? everyone it's on both sides of the spectrum so okay get really into it and you know are really concerned about winning and some people are you know more about the respect but still concerned about winning some are just doing it for fun mm-hmm. yeah okay Gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't. I can't find that kind of thing in Chicago right now. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of house music in Chicago, so there's definitely a lot of like housers. I think it's called what it's called like jacking, or is that? A thing? <laughs> yeah, jacking is the movement. Housing is the game. Okay. Are you laughing because yeah, it sounds man. like jacking off? <laughs> No, no, I'm laughing because you know jacking. I mean, it makes sense. You're in Chicago, right? So, yeah, man. I mean, if you want to, I mean, it's really fun. It's a really good workout too. House is great, so definitely recommend it. I love, I love house music. I'm like so on a, like a pride kick of oh, I'm from Chicago and I gotta like embrace house, even though I'm just like a white boy and like, you know, it's not even like from my culture or whatever but anyway right. that's like a whole i mean thing. it's good man you can if there's a house teacher you can take lessons with i i would definitely do it man you have fun all right man well uh any plugs before you go anyone you want to shout out yeah shout out michael shout out brandon beat us and um uh, yeah, it's, they're, I know they're going to be listening to this, so that's why I'm shouting them out. Shout out Caption, shout out Bodie, mm. shout out Campfire Club, shout out Kuya Koala, mm. shout out Lizdeck, shout out Oyemi, uh, Swept, shout out Ingval. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. If I <laughs> if I if I missed you, I love you. Shout out. For sure. All right, man. Well, thanks a lot for doing this. I really enjoyed this convo. Yeah, man. I had a great time too, man. Talk to you soon, man. Producer. Producer.